Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Uriyidi. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we take a moment to acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to connect with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness in their individual journeys. Our hope is to encourage you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. There are a myriad of reasons why one chooses to venture towards his or her dream. Throughout these conversations with my various guests, I've had the opportunity to take notes and realize that despite their various backgrounds, individual journeys, respective challenges, and personal struggles, a common and undeniable keystone to their relentless pursuit boils down to a very simple word, love. Love, simply and unapologetically put, is a guiding compass that has consistently kept my next guest on her path and allowed her to keep growing as a talented singer and songwriter. With a bubbly personality and warm energy that you just can't help but get a kick out of, Solara and I had the opportunity to share a great conversation, as we often do on this program, where she gave us a gracious tour of life from her vantage point. From her coffee addiction, to her family roots, to her incredible love for the Haitian culture, to her commitment to her personal growth on her ongoing and future projects, this was a truly a gem of a conversation, one which I do hope you'll enjoy. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 92, with the talented and delightful Solara. Here we go. So off the bat, so first mm-hmm. of all, thank you for being here, uh, for being such a gracious guest. Uh, I know you're busy, you've got so much going on, and of course, we're definitely going to touch on that. But in all appreciation and courtesy, I am so stoked to welcome you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we've basically connected over Instagram. And mm-hmm. it's purely by happenstance, by pure coincidence. I just saw you like one of my posts out of nowhere. I'm like, Solara, that is interesting. <laughs> you know what? Like, First of all, I'm just glad you said my name right. Because like a lot of people say solar, like the solar system. And I'm like, you know, that's cool. But like it, there's an A at the end. So Thank you like for these. getting that right. <laughs> oh, obviously, obviously, courtesy first. Courtesy <laughs> do. Uh, and you know what? This is what's called taking chances into the universe. You know, just like you yeah. get curious. And you know what? This is what people are about. And this is how, you know, you connect to the universe. I keep telling people this. You know, there's no, there, there, you have no excuse to not try to at least, you know, just open up to yourself to the world and open, open yeah. yourself up um, to other opportunities and meet new people. So, again, out of courtesy, really, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, really, right off the bat, because obviously, because I'm really curious about, you know, your journey and everything okay. and all the content that you push out. And there's such um, a genuine feeling of authenticity of you connecting with your music, connecting with your art, you know, just you sharing like, you know, little snippets of behind the scenes and production <laughs> and how you come to the mic and, you know, the songs that you push out. And there's so much uh, humility. And of course, there's mm-hmm. so much um, energy you know, coming from, you know, the passion you share for your music. And I just want wondering, because, again, I'm not a musician. I mm-hmm. couldn't play an okay. instrument to save my life. Uh, but okay. what was it like with the first time you heard your song on the radio? Where were you? What was there? You know, you uh, know how can you can you can you think back to that when you first time you heard yeah. your first song on the radio? Yeah, it was super special because it happened in Haiti, actually. That's the first time 
I ever heard myself on air and it was I mean it, it was unreal I still have a video clip you know right when I heard it come on I was like freaking out my friend was driving and I took out my camera and it was just like this unreal moment like I had tears in my eyes and I was like you know what like this is just something I've worked so hard for for so long I mean I, I've been in this game for like 10 years you know and I still feel like I'm at the beginning of it of, of my career but um, it was just this unreal feeling, and it was so cool that it happened in Haiti. Like, Haiti has just been this magical place for me, and, um, yeah, it was an awesome, awesome, amazing, amazing highlight of my life. Like, I'm always going to remember that moment, you know? Which song was it? It was, um, 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 it was Thorns and Roses, actually, off of the first EP I ever uh, released. I don't know. Did you hear that one? No, I didn't catch up. I'm it's sorry. It's okay. That's a, it's an older one. It's an older one, so it's all good. That that came out. My EP came out in um 2017. Hey boy. Yeah, it's crazy, I'm and it's funny. Surprised. Like looking, listening back, I'm like, oh wow. Like <laughs> I feel like I've come a long way, but like, yeah, good times. So when you talk about you know just the fact that you come to this point and you're sitting there and you know you're hearing your song you're hearing yourself you know it's first of all it's got it's got like you said you know it's got to hit you in all the feels Mm -hmm. but just thinking about the journey you said you've been there for 10 years that's not some change man it's like (laughs) what keeps you going oh my gosh years i ask myself this constantly because i mean i mean i still have my like my highs and lows and I mean my lows I feel like as an artist too like we're very emotional and so my lows are really low and my highs are really high and um I mean there's no way I could do this if I didn't love it you know it's literally been like pure passion I mean I've been independent throughout this whole process so um yeah I mean there's no way there's no way I could do it if I didn't love it you know and and also like for me there's no plan b so I'm like this is this has to work because this is the only thing I really like want to do slash love to do and i don't see myself doing anything else so it's pure passion pure love you know there's something that you hear so much about people Mm -hmm. chasing their dream or having that idea or that thing in the back of their head that's scratching that's itching that they're always looking over their shoulder in the comfort zone as they call it but they're always looking Mm -hmm. peeking around the corner saying maybe you know yeah it might what would you say to those people with that hesitation with that I love to use that word because I've been talking a lot about those that, mm-hmm. that, that aspect, you know, the fear, you know, the fear. Yeah. How would you coach them, you know, around that corner as they're peaking? I think like, kind of what you said off air, like how how Nike got it right with just their like, just do it, like take the first step, just do it, you know. And I think, too, there's something to be said about um, like, I think a lot of times we we compete with things that we see, you know, whether it's social media or, or we compare ourselves with other people. And I think the only person we should ever compare ourselves with is ourself, right? So like, I think it's healthy to have, to have a comparison with yourself, as long as like, you feel like you're growing every day, and you feel like you're better than you were yesterday. Like, that's the only gauge you should really be going off of, you know? Definitely, because the fear and I've been talking a lot about that because it's something I hear a lot because people do mm-hmm. hit me up on DMs and like, you know, oh, how did you get into this? Like, you know, mm-hmm. how much is you going like 90 episodes in? And I'm like, this is something, whether it's in podcasting, whether it's in business, whether it's in parenting, whether it's college, whether it's whatever, you do mm-hmm. have to find your reason to do it. And yeah. you you just mentioned it. For you, it's love. You just love what you do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even me, like, I I mean, fear is something that you're probably always gonna have to deal with, but you just have to learn how to deal with it. I mean, I had 
two days ago, I had like the biggest meeting of my life. And it's something that I feel like I had been manifesting for a long time. I, I, um, you know, but go, like going into this meeting, even me, I'm like, man, can I really do this? Like, am I really about to like, go show them all my new, all my new music that I've like, it's such a vulnerable thing to do and like place to be. And even me, like, as I was going up in the elevator, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Like, and they, like, you just have to do it. Like, you just have to get over, over the critic in your head and just, and just do it and put yourself out there, you know? Have you ever wrestled with being your worst enemy sometimes? Oh my gosh, all the time, every day. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like what we were saying in the beginning before we were recording about like the perfectionism thing, that's been a struggle for me. And I feel like a lot really? of artists struggle. Oh my gosh. I have, fil- I can't tell you how many music videos I have filmed and not put out because it wasn't good enough to me. I think, so, yeah, I think battling yourself is like always the biggest thing that you have to get over, you know? So but at the same time, in my experience, it's both a gift and a curse. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, you do have to push yourself forward because you do have to have, you know, a certain expectation of I'm not going to say perfection, but at least a certain level of excellence that you sure. want to mm-hmm. achieve because everybody wants Definitely. to because you have to stand out. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you do have to pull the brakes like, you know what? OK, you know what? <laughs> Satis- let's be grateful right. for two seconds. We're here. We're here. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's something I'm constantly, you know, still struggling with. And I still have to remind myself, like. Okay, look how far you've made it, and like not to compare and not to, you know what I mean? Like that's a that's a constant struggle. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like like I don't struggle with these things. I do all the time, you know. So, what does a morning look like for you? Because just looking <laughs> just looking at your Instagram, like first of all, there's a lot of love for Phil's coffee. <laughs> I just went there like right before this podcast. Oh my gosh, Phil's coffee. I love shout out Phil. This is not sponsored, but shout out Phil. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you ever had it? No, I probably should. Yeah, so Phil's coffee is a new discovery. I'm definitely a huge coffee person, you know, that's how I survive and stay alive. But um I'm a new addict of Phil's coffee and it's just it's phenomenal. It's pour over, it's amazing, it's creamy, it's it's yeah, all of the above. It's any anything you could want coffee that's what it is oh that's so funny that that's what you picked up on <laughs> no but it's true but it's true listen like you know the thing is like i i pay attention and the little details tells you a lot about one person you know okay. the whimsical so, aspects of just being of just yeah. being true i told you this is not this is not you know entertainment tonight we're real people talking about real I things and that. you know shout out to the phil's coffee man Right? Shout out to Phil's Coffee. Shout- when you oh, and I man. meet into this universe, we're going to have a cup of Phil's Coffee yes. together. Oh, absolutely. That's happening. Absolutely. <laughs> but That's funny. What's, and of course, we talk about the lows. Um, <laughs> and again, you're free to talk about it or not or skip okay. over it if, if you want. One thing I know about the journey and mm-hmm. the growth is the fact that it can get very lonely sometimes because... Absolutely. It's your dream, it's your journey, it's your passion, it's what you want, it's your life, right? So a lot of people don't get it. How have you right. wrestled with that loneliness, the naysayers? You know, talk about the growth, the isolation, mm-hmm. the solitude. How have you dealt with that? <clears throat> oh gosh, um, that's a good question. I, again, I still feel like I still feel like all of these things. I'm, I'm still like learning how to deal with it. I don't know if I'm ever. Or if we ever as humans are going to like be able to just shut off our emotions to negativity and to that type of thing. Because it's like, look, we're, at the end of the day, like I'm human, like <laughs> negative comments still 
get to me as much as I, you know, wish I could just blow it off and stuff like that. But definitely, I think, I think, okay, for me and my journey, like, I've kind of always been the black sheep of the family, right? Like, people used to joke that I was adopted. And even to this day, I have people say, like, oh, were you adopted? Just because I, I kind of took... I'm the only one that took this like artist path in life, you know, my brother, and my sister, um, they're very musical as well, actually, my brother, but like he went to school, got his master's actually in classical, classical guitar. Uh, wow. But my sister, yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. Um, uh, my sister just got her bachelor's, but me, like I, <laughs> I just did music, you know? And so that was kind of like, a different, a different path than I think what my family expected, you know? Um, and it's hard. It's, it's, I think, okay, when you hear negative comments from people you don't really know, it's easier to handle. But when you hear negative things from, from people, you know, from people close to you, that's what's a little bit harder to handle because it's like we care about, you know, those close to us and what they think, you know? Um, but I think like, I don't know, like to me, when I make music and when I write a song, it's like, just doing that reminds me of why I do it, you know? Does that make sense? It makes sense. And I'm going to call you out on that one. And okay. it's, it's probably going to sound very philosophical. Okay. A lot of the conversations I've had as of mm-hmm. late, a lot of people keep telling me that what keeps you pushing, as long as you know your why, mm-hmm. you don't even question the how, and your why will get you through. Have you right. ever defined your why? Have you know, um, have you de- have you ever translated what that why is like is like for you yeah and I feel like like honestly like there's no way I could have lasted this long and like had to work side jobs and had to you know do all these things just to be able to do what I love like there's no way I could even have lasted this long I don't think if I didn't love it you know how must have been weird because again you talk about your family environment like you know yeah what was the conversation like when you told your parents, yeah, I want to be an independent artist? Like, yeah, how did <laughs> Listen, it was hard because my dad, so my dad is like the youngest of eight kids in his family, and he is the only one that went to school and got his master's degree. So education is really important to him, right? Mm-hmm. So, and same with my mom, like, she has her bachelor's as well. And so for them, like, I understand how important it was for them because like like I said my dad was the only one in his family to to get an education and all of that so when I was kind of the first one to I'm the oldest of my family as well so when I was kind of like hey this isn't quite the road that I'm gonna go down um I, I think it was hard for them I think it was hard for them to to accept but once they saw like so I was in community college for two years um and during that time is when I started songwriting. And that's a whole nother story in and of itself. But when I started songwriting and they saw that, like, okay, I was in class all day and then all night I was going to the studio and I lived like an hour from L.A. and I would drive in and drive back. And I think they saw, like, okay, like, this is actually, like, a serious thing. I'm not just, like, messing around, you know? I think once they saw that I was serious about it, then they they became supportive. And they're they're super supportive now, you know? Family is important to you. That's one. That's uh, oh, absolutely, a thousand percent, a thousand, a thousand percent. I mean, it's it's an interesting dynamic I have with my family. In all honesty, just because I come from a very like strict Christian upbringing, so um, <laughs> so I, in some ways, it's like I can't really like I can't really show like my mom and my dad. Oh, hey, listen to this new song I wrote because they're probably not gonna agree with 
you know, how I'm like some of the song lyrics or things like that. So that's it's a delicate um, dynamic that's kind of going on right now with my family. I grew, up, I grew up I grew up singing in church. So like my whole life. So so that's been interesting, like dealing with that whole thing. And it, it's in a way it kind of makes me sad because I wish that I could just show them like what I'm doing and I wish they could be excited about it. But um, but, you know, we all have our opinions, you know, perspective is everything. <laughs> yeah. If you have, say, just look, just the way that you're talking about it with, you know, the under, because a lot of people would just rebel and a lot of people would just distance themselves, which is not what you did. You just understand that your path, from what I'm hearing and from my mm-hmm. understanding, your path basically is asking you to, you know, branch out without right. disrespecting, without being right, condescending. Yeah. And you can't ask them to cross that threshold with you, even though they do wish you well. Right, exactly. You've summarized it perfectly, yeah. yeah. That's great, man. That's great. I can totally yeah. understand, man. I can totally understand. You're talking to a guy who basically, like, you know, just shunned med school, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> yeah, because my father mastered oh, wow. in engineering. My mother's a doctor. And oh. here I am just like, you know, just because I've always enjoyed media. I've always enjoyed communication. Yeah. I've just always, And everything I've done, you know, throughout my career, you know, just uh, on and off the air, it's just always been, you know, always come back to this making mm-hmm. connections, making conversations and meeting people and, you know, just getting to know people. I've always done that. And it's weird how the universe, for some reason, just slaps you upside the head like, hey, stay in broadcasting. It's what you like. Just, yeah. just stay here. Like, stop yeah. doing this corporate stuff. Like, do this. It's like, yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, it is crazy, like, how the universe does, like, course correct you sometimes, you know? And it's, like, it's it's interesting. Like, even recently, I, like, I thought my life was going in one direction and then, like, it totally, like, out of nowhere, like, course corrected and it ended up not being something how I thought it was going to be. And then, like, anyways, it just, it's interesting how life happens like that, you know, and it brings you back and it reminds you, like, of what you love and what you're about and your passions. And I think that's super cool. But that's important. See, because mm-hmm. right? I'd like you to touch on that. How is it OK? This is a very rhetorical question. Okay. Is it OK to not always have the answers? Oh, 1000%. Every day I feel like I don't have the answers. How do you wrestle with that? I feel like that that has taught me to just become a student of life, accepting the fact that I don't have the answers, which can be frustrating because you want the answers and you want to find the answers. And it's like learning to accept that it's like, man, like I don't know like why this happened and I don't understand and I might not ever understand and it's like learning to be okay with that is like super hard super hard and I feel like again like that's when I turn to songwriting because that's my outlet for like figuring out this thing called life right like that's my outlet and and I really hope like if anything like that another person can relate when they hear it you know like I I'm serious like this songwriting thing it's like my therapy right so like anything that I'm feeling I'm just like pouring it out I literally almost every song I write if it's like more serious like I've cried like like everything I write is like so I don't know I'm so emotional but yeah it's it's life is life is crazy life is interesting it's it's definitely not easy at times but thank god I thank god I can have an outlet like songwriting you can because everybody needs you know because this life gets so crazy it gets so hectic and mm-hmm. the noise as i like to call it, the noise becomes so overbearing sometimes yeah. if you don't stop and just extract yourself from this chaos <laughs> chances are you'll pretty much go crazy so you need that one thing so that true. gets yeah. you out of that man yeah. and for you that's songwriting 
Yeah. No, for real. Like, even if I'm, like, if I don't have a studio session for a while, like, even if it's, like, longer than a week, I, I can feel it. I'm like, okay, I need to, like, I need to go, like, release this and let this, like, let these songs out because it, like, builds up, you know? And it's important, like, that you find whatever it is, like, for you like for me obviously that's like singing and songwriting but like whatever that is for somebody whether it's going to play tennis or taking a swim or like going on a walk you know like whatever it is like it's so important to find ways to like cope with whatever emotions we're going through and I think it's important to feel the emotions too and I think sometimes like especially now I feel like we're in an era which is super dope about like being super positive all the time which is great like I'm all about that but I think there's something to be said too about like it's okay to cry it's okay to feel these emotions in order to be positive you know you have to because if you don't check yourself for like two seconds you're Mm -hmm. gonna lose sight of the bigger picture which is you know what you have to wait through this bad things will happen But eventually, as they like to say, as cheesy as it sounds, this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really interested just like you and like, you know, just dipping your toes initially into the into the game, you know, into the music Mm game. Picture yourself if you had to coach yourself from Mm -hmm. the beginning of the first 10 years, you know, and you had to have, you know, some tools and a certain armor to keep you going. What mm-hmm. tools would you get yourself, you know, just to get you through the muck? You know, that would probably so could have saved you some heartache. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's a million things I would have told myself when I first started, because, I mean, I really started from, like, not knowing anyone in the music industry. Like, I didn't have any in or any any connection. It was all like, and oh, it's wow. still, it, yeah, it's still all trial and error for me. You know, like, it's. Um, but I think like, and it's fun, this is going to sound funny, but like, I think I would tell myself or I would, I would say like, be like a palm tree. And that sounds super cheesy. But what I mean by that is like, I think it's important to grow like super deep roots, right? Because in like, in the music industry, like I, I want to be like a palm tree. I want to be something that's going to like bend, but not break, you know, and palm trees are made to like withstand storms and they bend, but they don't break. And I think like, looking at looking at that like I want to be like a legacy I don't just want to like be an overnight success and I think like that's something I would have told myself is like keep the image and mental picture of like a palm tree in your mind because it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be something that happens fast you're going to have to grow your roots you're going to have to you know that's 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 something I would have yeah told myself (laughs) Dumb question for somebody mm-hmm. who's not really that that involved into the music industry. Why the path of independent versus you know going with a label or something? So because again, I don't, I'm not too versed on the entire shtick of being mm-hmm. independent. But why did you choose to go independent? I mean, I don't really think it was a choice. I think that's just like how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think eventually, like I definitely would love to team with a label and partner with a label, and that's actually kind of where I'm at right now is I feel like I need that support, you know, to grow and expand even more. Um, but I think it, I just, it's been independent because like, that's just what life has given me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like I said, like I didn't grow up with knowing anyone like in the industry at all. So all of this has been like, like I said, trial and error and like, okay, how do I do this? Let me Google it. Like, that's how I even like put out my song. It was like, okay, how do you put out a song? Like, okay, this is how you do it. I Googled it. And like everything, man, like YouTube University, I'm telling you, like, 
That's Shout out to YouTube like, University. Right? Like, yeah, I think it's just, that's just how it's happened for me, you know? Man. But it's been cool, too, because I've been able to make the music that I like to make and I want to make. I haven't had anyone tell me, like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know? So I've been very fortunate as far as that goes. Like, So here's this chart that we have produced for you, like, here, sing over it. Done. Right, yeah, right. And see, how, how did that, does that speak about, this is something that I really love, the fact that you just talked about the fact that, you know what, you'll figure it out, and if you care about it long enough, anything worth having is worth fighting for. So I hear you talking about you looking for the information, you making the calls, you finding it yeah. out, and you did it yourself. Yeah. So what does that say about people coming up with excuses? I'm curious to know your take about, you know, how we convinced ourselves that we can't do it. I mean, I think, like, we touched on it earlier. I think excuses are just another another word for fears, you know? Because what happens when you actually do it, then what? It's like fear of the unknown, right? Like, what happens when you actually do your dream? Then what are you going to be going after? You know, I think people are scared of, like, the unknown. And I think that's really, like, maybe what it is about. I don't know. I think that's what excuses are. It's amazing. It's amazing because you could have so many excuses to say, like, well, what do I know about? Like, you know, I grew up in the church. And, like, you know, maybe I should mm -hmm. do church music. You know, right, Because right. this is what yeah. I know. <laughs> right. But it's going to offend my parents. You know, it's like, you know, I care about my parents. But I love my parents. But, yeah. yeah. The internal dialogue is always very powerful, isn't it? It really is. It's, um... Yeah, it it is. My dad um, had always said like a description is a prescription. So like whatever we tell it, whatever we tell ourselves, that's what we're prescribing for ourselves. So it's like it's really important. Like your inner voice, your inner critic. Like it's important to, you know, to have like healthy conversations with yourself and and to even if you know even if you don't feel it. I mean, I still struggle with that, but I try to like yeah talk positive about yourself to yourself. You know, and it's like manifesting it. You know. You have to have that belief that you can. Exactly. You, just, you love naps, don't you? <laughs> you know what? Lately, yes, because and I'm, I'm fortunate to have had like time lately to take a nap. But <laughs> but yes, I do if I can. But the thing the thing with me is though, like I it takes me a long time to fall asleep. And so even like if I do have an hour, like I can't just fall asleep an hour. If I only have an hour, there's no way a nap is happening because it takes me a couple hours just to like wind down and get in that sleep mode. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then I'm also a light sleeper. So if I do get in that sleep mode and something like small will wake me up, then it's just like, oh, man. But uh, yeah, sure. I'm a huge fan of naps. <laughs> makes me laugh I'll take so it. Hard. I'll take a nap <laughs> any day of the week. Because I see those stories, I'm like, is she taking a nap again? It's like, is there, I'm sorry, I sound like a stalker, don't I? I'm like, wow. No, you're good, you're good. I know, my stories are out there. It's <laughs> so funny. It's oh, so funny. It's just like, oh, that's my, my God, it's like, she's such a fun person, such a lighthearted person. Oh, thank you. No, you know so what? I just try to keep it real. Like, I feel like, you know, like, just be real. Like, nowadays in a world that's so fake, like, just keep it real, you know? Authenticity is a truly valuable asset, and it's tremendous currency in this in this age of distraction. If you stay authentic, which is what you're doing, you don't make excuses. You don't make tracks that you don't you're not proud of. Right, you know, yeah. when you when you pushed out loving you, I'm like, okay, I had never heard of you before the various interactions on Instagram, and I saw no, that, okay. and I saw everybody resharing it, and I'm just like, this is really nice. It's like, see. Oh, I could get into this. And I clicked it on Spotify. And like, there, 
listen to this. Have you heard of Solara? It's like, Aww. wow, <laughs> it's just cool, man. No, it is. It's it's purely genuine. And I have to say, you know, it's it's not because I'm a jazz fan. I'm a really big jazz fan. I really oh, like, okay. I, uh-huh. I really love yeah. jazz. But oh, yeah. I can like, you know, this. Okay, there's a lot of. You know, there's like a some Afro influential mm-hmm. bounce beats, you know, retro yeah. funk jazz soul thing going on here. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. But man, it's like, so we're we're growing. You've yeah. t- ten years in, and yeah, you of know, course, really... you're pushing right. yourself forward, man. It's thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. The crazy. The crazy thing, I'm sorry, I'm totally cutting no, you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> the crazy thing about Loving You is actually that song is like two years old. Like I, I have been sitting on it forever, forever. No, and, and, I don't know, did you hear my song Miami? Yes, I did. Okay, so Loving You was actually, I wrote it before I wrote Miami. And I, even though I released Miami, I don't know, like a year or two, I can't remember. But like Miami came out of Loving You. Originally, I was going to release loving you and blah blah and then it evolved into Miami because at that time I was working on this EP where like the songs transition into each other and so it was going to be this thing that transitioned it changes keys and then it goes into Miami anyways all that to say is that didn't happen but like I ended up just dropping them as singles and so it's funny it, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that like people love it because in my head sometimes I'm like oh it's it's old now like but but I have to remember like no one's heard it but me so so I'm really happy to hear that thank you it's very genuine. It's very genuine. And see, it goes back to, you know, the script you write for yourself. It's mm-hmm. your life on mm-hmm. your terms. So, listen, there's no expectation of perfection. Like, listen, nobody knows what go- what's going on in the background. Mm-hmm. You know that, you know what, this is the time and you are certain of your path and what you're doing right now. And you know what? This track is coming out, you know, to yeah. give, give it to It's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. Um, what else I, I want to get into? There's so many questions I got for you, man. I'm sorry. I talk a lot. No, you're good. You're good. I talk <laughs> a lot, too. So I appreciate it. But <laughs> on the path of, you know, your journey so far, we talked a lot about the fear. We talked a lot about the excitement. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about, you know, just the dream. And when you go to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. what, what makes you smile? You know, because you've made it this far. And you're gonna go so many great places, I'm sure. Thank doesn't you. that doesn't that doesn't that really just like give you the wow feeling? It's just like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm I made it this far. I mean, what yeah, I- like when I think about it, and you know, it's a good reminder for me. And I I really wish that I thought about that more because it's easy, like like we said earlier, it's easy to get caught up in like, oh my gosh, but I want to be here. I want. I wish I was so much farther. I wish you know. And so it's easy to get caught up in that. So it is. It's a nice reminder to look back on like the accomplishments and to see how far like I've come and um yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's 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 a good thing it's a good thing you, to talk look back a, you talked a lot about the um the family environment and the influence <laughs> and about you know having of course we talked about the naysayers we talked a lot about you know the haters and stuff let's call them as what they are but you know <laughs> let's talk about the supportive circle you know like who's who who's in your team like who's 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 got your back you know where 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 do you get you know the 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 you know just who's in your corner what does that feel like you know like you know, yeah. friends family relatives like what does that sound like yeah okay so this is funny but like definitely i feel like haiti like that has been like my biggest support system honestly so? like because i 
So I started going out to Haiti with different church groups after the earthquake. And I started going out for not non-musical reasons, right? Like it was not even about music. And I was just going out there like volunteering and doing that kind of thing. And, but like it, it became this obsession. I got really like obsessed with Haiti. I felt like I, I was kind of, when I would go there to like volunteer and stuff, I was kind of stuck, you know, like on the church premises or like, I wasn't really like able to really see Haiti. So it became this like obsession where again, Google, I was like, Hmm, people going to Haiti. Let me see like which trips I can join. And I just started like joining random trips and things like that. And then, uh, and then actually like, it's a long story, but I'm just going to summarize. But like, I, I ended up you getting got kids- time, dude. You <laughs> got time. Don't worry about okay. it. There's no rush. There's no rush. Okay. So, um, I was doing a lot of volunteer work there, like different orphanages and things like that. And, um, I actually ended up getting kidnapped in Haiti, um, like a few years ago. And thank, thankfully nothing, nothing bad had happened to me, but it was a crazy experience. And I ended up having to escape to the airport. I flew home, never thought I was going to go back to Haiti ever again. And, um, but like, I couldn't get Haiti out of my head. And it was this crazy thing. This is again, before like any music thing had happened there. Even despite and- the kidnapping, you still want to go back. Yeah, I know. I'm wow. insane. Um, yeah, but like, so it took one year, but like, I couldn't get Haiti out of my head. So like every day, it was just like this obsession. And a year went by. And I, I literally went back a year later, I on my own without any team, like I rented an Airbnb. Um, and my dad went with me. My dad had gone there once with me before, right after the earthquake. Um, my whole actually my whole entire family went together with the church at the time. So my dad was like, okay, I'll go back with you. Um, and so anyways, we went back together and it was like on that trip. And on that trip, I was like starting my, I had started my own um, nonprofit and I really, it's still something, that's still something I'm super passionate about. But um, anyways, so I was like starting my own thing. I kind of knew some people, like some people there. So we kind of came up with a team and we were starting, my, my passion is really like to create jobs and um, education and that, that whole thing. So I was meeting with families. We were buying like families um, chickens so they could like sell the chickens and just trying to create like small businesses for families and stuff. Cause that was something that I felt like was not happening uh, from a lot of like the, the places that I was volunteering and stuff. And that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but anyways, wow. so, so anyways, like that's literally like I could talk for hours about that whole thing. But um, anyway, so, I ended up like I needed to borrow a guitar and at this point like so that trip happened and then I came back a couple more times by myself and um then I needed to, I wanted to borrow a guitar and I forget like my other friend linked me with I don't know do you know who Jael is? Jael. Shout, out, shout out to Jael. 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 <laughs> he um he's a really amazing producer he's in Haiti and um he had a guitar and so we ended up connecting and then like Jay Perry we connected on Instagram. I don't even remember how that happened, like who followed who first. I think we had mutual friends. We connected. We met for coffee. He was like, hey, I see that you love Haiti. And he's like, next time you're here, let me know. I'm like, actually, I'm here right now. He's like, okay, dope. Let's meet for coffee right now. And like, we just met right away. He was going to the studio Ooh. later. No, it was just like, just like that. See, people, yeah, this like, is how you connect with the people. Because the people you admire, you know, game recognize game. Your tribe will find you. Look how connection just happens. Boom. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so crazy. And he's like, hey, I have a session tonight. You want to come? I'm like, sure. And it was so funny because when I met him, I didn't really know, like, 
that much about him at all, you know? And so like, he actually, I was like, oh, so let me hear your music. I'm not, I didn't know really his music or anything like that. And he actually showed me like, Kiesuye, and he was like, oh, this is going to be my new song. And like, he played it for me. We're at like a coffee, we're having coffee. And he like played me his, a lot of songs from the album. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I loved it. It is. It's a terrific. Album. Yeah. And so like that night, like we went to the studio and we just like, yeah, it was amazing. And just from that, like ended up getting super connected there and things just like fell into place, like without even trying, you know what I mean? And Not so that, sure. like, yeah. And it was so cool because like, it was cool. Like, since that's what I do out here in LA, like the singing a song or anything, it was so amazing, like to have that happen there. And then like Haiti is full of dope music, dope producers. And like to get that influence, like on the tracks and like, now I'm going out there quite often and um, it's all like music related. And it's been, it's taught me so much. Like, I feel like I'm approaching music differently. And like, I love, I just love the music scene out there. It's, it's amazing. It's very welcoming, and you know you see it through developments of uh, local projects, like from Michael mm-hmm. Bond. Like you know, the influence yeah. is there, and just like I, I feel this new wave of creative mm-hmm. juice that's just happening, yeah. like on the international front, where the music yes. is actually breaking barriers beyond just compa, and mm-hmm. that is a wonderful, wonderful thing to see. It's gonna take time, obviously, but mm-hmm. every little step counts, and you know it's amazing that you know that you know we get such great testament you know for the for the culture so i really want to thank you for that because again this is stuff that people need to hear man yeah yeah no haiti man it's been amazing like i the first song i made in haiti was with jay perry our song relax i mean that Mm -hmm. was the first that was the first one that we did there and um yeah i i honestly i can't get enough of it like i'm i'm obsessed and i'll be obsessed with haiti till the day i die like i just love it so much this is going to be a very dumb question. If um, someone mm-hmm. basically is trying to use you as an example for, you know, inspiration and, hey, you know what? I'd like to get into the music game. I'd like to become an independent artist. I wrote a few songs like, you know, um, should I try it? How should I go about it? What would be your words of advice? <laughs> oh, man, this is a really I battle with this because part of me wants to be real and be like like don't get in don't get in the music industry unless you're 1000% sure this is all you want to do because honestly there's millions of people trying to do the same thing and there's people that like if you're not going to outwork them like you know you might not even have a chance I mean that's the reality of the music industry especially oh yeah oh yeah like I mean it's, it's, oh man, I have so much to say about this, but like, it's, I, my meeting, the yeah, my meeting the other day, for example, we were talking about just like my goals and things like that. And it was, he was an A&R for a really big um, company and uh, A&Rs, I don't know if you know, but they're like in mm-hmm. charge of, of finding, you know, new talent and finding like hit records and things like that. And he was saying like, he literally looked at me and he was like, you know what? It's not even about talent anymore. And he's like, I hate to even say this, but we have a software and we have algorithms that tell us which artists to sign next because it's all about how many seats they're selling or how many likes they have or how many. And I was just like, man, like, it's so crazy to me that like, it's literally like a numbers game, you know, and you're competing with like numbers and you're competing with, you know, like, man, but yeah yeah exactly exactly so i would say like just be sure like this is all you want to do and you're like be willing 
to to make the sacrifices that it's going to take to make it. Because like I said, if you're not going to outwork somebody, there's somebody right behind you that'll that'll easily, you know, outwork you or be the next up. You know what I mean? So I would say it's not easy. It's not easy. It's hard. But um, but yeah, I yeah, that's what I would say. Basically, be the hardest worker in the room. Yeah, yeah, be the hardest worker in the room and be willing to to make the sacrifices that it's going to take to make it. And it's going to be a lot of, like I said, a lot of lows, but there'll also be a lot of highs. And if you really love it, then then it's going to be worth it, you know. If you don't know why you're getting into, just don't do it. Um, right. I can, you know, it's so funny that you said that right now because uh, just a couple of days ago, somebody hit me up and said, like, yeah, I've been trying, I've, I've been thinking of getting into podcasting. Would you have any practical tips? It's like, are you ready to spend a lot of time, spending mm-hmm. a lot of hours doing a lot of editings and looking for a lot of us and, and like and editing yeah. and listening and listening to yourself? Five hours, like, just just think about it. Just one hour, one hour episodes is easily three to four hours of editing. Oh, are yeah. You ready for, are you ready for that? And mm-hmm. and I didn't say that to be, you know, to be condescending, but I'm like, right, you need right. to know the very real aspects of this. It gets really lonely really fast, and it's time you can't get back. And, you know, these are realities that people need to know. Yeah. And you know what? I was asking that because I can understand how, you know, the journey is never an easy one. Mm-hmm. And 10 years in, man, I, I go back to that number because 10 years yeah. <laughs> Ten years of your life and you're yeah. not showing any signs of stopping because as you said, this is your life's journey. And yeah. how it's, it's something that's so humbling. It's crazy because even though like I like I, I've been doing it for ten years, I still feel like I'm at the beginning stages. I'm just scratching the surface of like, man, I wish I I wish I would have known what I you know, back then what I know now because it's like there's you know, but you live and you learn. Like, I, like I said, like this whole 10 years have been me like, like I started um, a song. So the way I got started was I was doing a lot of little shows in L.A. and I ended up doing the singing competition and I won this competition. But nothing ever, nothing ever ended up become, like coming out of this competition. But there was a producer in the audience and um, I guess he looked me up on my YouTube channel at the time. I don't really do a lot on YouTube anymore. But at the time, he wrote out to me like, hey, love your stuff. Would love to have you come um, and do like an artist development type deal. And I looked him up just to make sure he was legit. And turns out he's super legit and had produced for um, actually you love jazz. So he's like Michael Bublé. He did a lot with Michael Bublé and stuff like nice. that. And Yeah. And I still work with him actually to this day. We're actually going to be filming something on Friday. But um, yeah, I still work with him to this day. But um. It was a lot of like years and years and years of me just going to the studio doing rewrites. Okay, like, okay, here, let's write a song about this. And it was like a lot of me writing stuff I didn't even want to write about. But hey, then it taught me how to write about this topic. And I really look at it like, like an internship, like I learned so much from that. And like, then oh and not even that but like he ended up not developing developing me as an artist and that like at that time was like super soul crushing I was like oh my gosh all my dreams are like that's it you know and I was so sad because we had been working on all these songs and I was like gonna do a music video for and I was super excited like I was like this is it I got my in you know I was like you know 18 19 at the time I was super excited and and anyways I felt like all my dreams were like crushed you know and I was like wow he's not developing artists anymore and um, and actually, this is before I was even songwriting for him. He was like, basically, that's it. And I thought that was it. And so like, but I kept like every week, I would send him a text message like, hey, because his focus had changed. He's like, I'm going to be songwriting. 
writing now I'm not really going to develop artists so I was like well I would love to write with you sometime and like I never really got he didn't really like give me that opportunity but every week I would write him and I would just I didn't want to be annoying but like every week I'd be like hey if you have an open Mm. spot I would love to come write for you so basically I I kept like bugging this producer like please let me come songwrite please let me songwrite for you because at the time like he didn't know I could songwrite you know finally like one of the days he was like oh this girl can't come in for like I need a writer can you come and I came and um and we wrote a song like right away and from that moment on he kept me on like as a writer and stuff and again like I'm not making money at this point like I'm literally just going every day writing as much because you only make money like if a song sells right so um so literally it was years and years and years and years and years and even still to this day it's like you don't make uh, money unless a song somebody picks up your song you know so it was years and years and years of that but like and then, like, I became the person cutting the demos. So, like, again, like, I've never taken singing lessons in my life. But cutting these demos, like, okay, can you sing it? At the time, we were pitching a lot for, like, Disney and Hollywood Records. And you have to, like, sound very poppy, you know. So just him giving me directions, sing it like this or sing it like that. Like, that really taught me a lot about how to even sing, you know. And I, I look back at it, and I'm like, man, it was some of the hardest, like, times of my life. Because I had to work side jobs. I had to do like all these things. And then I'm driving in an hour there, an hour back and for years on end, you know, and without getting paid for it, you know, and, but like I look back and I'm like, wow, like, but that's what taught me like how to write. That's what taught me like how to sing. That's what brought me to this point now, you know, and so it's and again, like I said, I still work with him. We're working, we're filming a behind the scenes thing on Friday on how we make a song. And it's cool, because he's the first person I ever yeah, he's the first person I ever worked with and so it'll be it'll be cool but yeah it's it's crazy like you know people don't see like like you said when you're telling people about podcasting and stuff like people don't see the hours put into like developing your craft and like the how many songs we had to scrap to just to get to a songwriting level that we felt was like commercial enough you know like it's yeah so much to what you what you exemplify in terms of you don't from what i heard from that story you mm-hmm. never put down a single experience that got you here because you had to go through the muck. You had to go through all those, you know, trashing, you know, just that editing, that cutting, just like just working or just working, just working, just picking up on all the information you can to actually get you here and have the experience and the expertise to speak on that. And that only comes you can't speed the process is what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't cheat the system either. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's, and trust me, like, I came home crying so many of those nights, like, crying to my dad, like, I can't believe, like, you know, I don't, and then, like, yeah, it's just, there was a lot of, a lot of, um, ups and downs with that, but, like I said, I'm, I'm thankful for it, and I feel like I I learned a lot, It, it taught me a lot, and it's still, you know, every day I'm still learning a lot, and, yeah, it's been, it's been a journey for sure. It's been a journey, it is, it has been a journey, and you know what? I'm willing, I'm really patiently waiting, you know, for, because this is very true. We're definitely going to connect, you know, down the road of the universe. You know, it's a big world, but hey, you know what? The algorithm got us together and we're probably going to stay connected because I'm definitely going to keep following what you're doing. You're definitely going to get so much encouragement from me because I really want to see you just, you know, just grow and push further. And I'm genuinely saying this to just not just the artist, but the human being. I want to see you keep going on your path because someone walking the path of their own personal journey is definitely something I can resonate with. And I wish you nothing but the best, man. It's uh, it's, it's something that's really admirable. Um, It's very courageous. You know, you just stepping out of your comfort zone because this is what I've heard so far. 
stepping out of your comfort zone, <laughs> trusting your own process, taking a chance, taking a beating, you know, just mm-hmm. again, not knowing anything, learning along the process, you know, again, learning the humility to just keep learning, sticking through it, despite mm-hmm. anything and everything, even your own personal instinct to asking you, because you said it, why am mm-hmm. I still doing this? Mm-hmm. At the very core, there's love. I'm talking a lot, but that's true. That's what I'm getting from you. And that's something I really want to congratulate you on. So on those days of doubt, remember this conversation where, you know, at least one person still believes in you. That is super, super encouraging for me to hear. Like, you're bringing me to tears right now. Like, honestly, like, I thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. It is sincere. It is sincere. I promise I wouldn't keep you too long. So I know we're coming up on top of the hour. So I really, again, you know, in all humility and honesty and humility, I want to thank you uh, for being part of this, you know, fun conversation. It has been tremendous treat. You know, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Definitely, like I said, this is something I say all the time. So people have been keeping up with the episodes, know what I'm talking about. Open invitation. Anytime you want to be back, talk about whatever, a new release, you know, talk about, you know, just Phil's coffee, whatever, (laughs) you know, we're totally open to that. It's just a safe space. You know, you're always welcome. You know, your invitation is open to you. Anytime you want to be back, let's connect again because it would be a treat to have you back. Absolutely. Thank you. I look forward to our next conversation and see where, where we've come and what we're doing. And thank you, man. I really, really appreciate it. It's always a sign off uh, tradition at this point uh, to always leave the floor up to the guest, you know, just, uh, you know, just a word of encouragement, a kind thought, a quote, just a call to action to anyone and anyone uh, might be listening, you know, just, you know, anything you would suggest or just leave them with a kind word so they can wake up tomorrow and take that next step towards the next level. I would say, honestly, what we said before, like, just do it, like, just go out there, take the first step, just do it, you know? Thank you so much, man. I can't put it any simpler. Basically, Nike is going to sue us for that one, but okay. I know. Do you want me to? Do you want me to say something else? <laughs> do <laughs> I need to fun. say something else? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. You know, just it's all whimsical. You know, and it's all honesty, and that is the truth. That is the truth. You can't put it any simpler, man. Can't put it any simpler. <laughs> Thank you so much, Solana, for this amazing energy, this tremendous opportunity uh, to connect with you. Uh, again, people who want to give you a shout out, you know, just follow you on the interwebs. Where can we follow you? Where can we find you? Yeah, all, all of my handles are at Solara Music. It's S-O-L-A-R-A-M-U-S-I-K. Everything is that. Everything is that. Okay, mm-hmm. definitely. All the YouTubes and Instagrams, everything's going to be in the blog post, guys. All neatly packaged. You guys know how this works. Come on, 92, <laughs> 93 episodes in. You guys are pretty used to this got at it this down point. Now. But, hey, you got it down by the system. <laughs> guys, this has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. I am your host, Olivier Day, from Kanzak, Quebec, Canada, all the way down to Los Angeles. Man, this show is really, 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 really putting on some mileage, man. Wherever this episode find you, please share to catch the next episode. Share it, like it. Guys, give us the ratings. We need them because trust me, this hard work definitely needs your support. Um, always sending you guys love, happiness. Stay safe, stay sane, stay humble, stay beautiful. And as always, please do stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We do love to get your feedback, so please drop us a line. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review. We always do appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.